One nothing raised the pitch. Swing and a high fly ball. Deep right center field. Siri at the wall. And it's gone. Mitchell looks for 70. <laughs> a sight to behold. He can't stop smiling, Brad. He was playing just fantastic <laughs> basketball. Here it comes. A swing and a liner back up the middle base hit into center. Here comes Quan. Here comes Rosario. The Guardians win. Are you ready? For the We Like Sports podcast, stay tuned and hear the latest on what the crew has to say regarding the latest sports topics nationally and locally. Make sure to check out WeLikeSportsPC.com and to subscribe on all podcasting platforms as well as YouTube. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at WeLikeSportsPC. And welcome to the We Like Sports Podcast once again. Plenty of technical difficulties ready to get started. I couldn't click the button and it wasn't loading. So you get Casey popping in with the Florida tank top weather from Cleveland from afar. But hey, hey, and there's also Peyton Vince, my other half, I guess you could say. How, how have you been, Peyton? It's been a while. Back, baby. You've been, what, coaching Little League? Coaching High school. baseball, coaching softball. Well, I mean, if you're going yeah, by my name. He's coaching adult softball. Yeah, coaching adult softball. I run a men's <laughs> softball team. <laughs> but anyways, welcome to the We Like Sports Podcast. It's Ed in Columbus. It's CJ. It's Casey. Peyton. Peyton. Stephen R. Smith. Maybe Riggs. I don't know who's showing up this week. We'll even find out eventually because there's some calf talk to talk about in the New York Knicks, so it makes sense. But guys, first and foremost, let's talk about baseball because CJ, the last time you've been on, we weren't even thinking and sniffing of baseball. So let's talk about the Cleveland Guardians. So far, they've been undefeated in extra innings. I mean, who would have thought that so far, especially after that Easter game, they ended up winning seven to six on a ground a ground out, not even a ground ball, but a ground out. And they're playing well whenever they go into extras. And if you go back to 2022, they also haven't left or lost since last October or before last October, September, I believe. But so far, what are the thoughts on the Guardians? That if you want to go first, and then we'll have Peyton Vince Jr., also known as CJ, and then Casey. Well, our Cleveland Guardians, once again, it looks like they're trying to get back to 500 baseball, losing two of three for the Mariners. But I will say getting that Easter win yesterday, that was a nice treat for the basket. Uh, like you said, the bullpen, eh, a little shaky. Once we get to – Extras, we win the games, but I, I wish that we could do something uh, in the nine innings before the extras. Um, Josh Bell, uh, you know, big acquisition in the offseason, hasn't really showed up yet. I know it's still relatively early. Uh, I do like the fact that they're they're hanging tough, um, and I, I like the fact that, you know, you grind out. It's a, a Tito Francona kind of team, and it's looking that way. Kind of concerned about Tristan McKenzie now going on the 60-day and with Savali now on the 15-day disabled list. That hurts. Anytime you got two out of your five, that's 40% of your starters. Um, but uh, hopefully they can right the ship. And that's the thing about, you know, Cleveland, even when they do go 500 in April, they, they tend to get, you know, heated up in uh, July and August. So that might be the, the recipe for success this year again. Hopefully we can build a you know a couple game lead before we get to then, but we know how to win, and with Francona as as the leader, I think we'll be just fine. DJ, yeah, no, I think there's things that I talked that we, me and you, have talked about about this team that I had a lot of worries. I you know Oscar's you know the hit the offense just doesn't seem to be there really a whole lot. Um, you're relying on a lot of guys who don't have power. They're going to fall in and out of slumps. Straw looks to be back a little bit, putting the ball in play a lot more. Uh, the pitching, I've not been high on that rotation in general. Um, not the biggest survive. Please, I had a good start yesterday. I think, you know, oh, that might be good. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> you must be watching the game. Yeah. No, um, you know, I like outside of Bieber, there's nobody that I really like. You know, there's a guy you trust him to go get you six innings. So there's a lot of concern. The bullpen, I do love the pen. The pen does a good job of at least bridging the gap in most games with Stefan, uh, Karen Check, Classe. I think a lot of them, you know, I know you guys talked about listening to a little bit last week about watching Karen Check. I think a lot of it's just stuff that'll come and go, but like, you know, Naylor's hitting 229, Bell can't really hit. 
Gonzalez is under 200. I know it's early, but you know, not the not the brightest of stars. But a lot of these guys, they seem to heat up as the weather go here. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I have three things I, I think about when I watch the Guardians. I mean, the pitching, like CJ said, I, I, once you get past, I would say – Quantrill, if he could pitch like he did last year. On the road, he's just... oh, on the road, yeah, correct. Yeah. You got the Beaver. I mean, he's not looking too hot today, but I mean, Beaver's Beaver. And then McKenzie, once he's back, but without McKenzie being here, I mean, Gaddis had a good start, I think, last last uh, time yeah. he was up. But I don't know if you could rely on that. So that pitching, like he said, the the starting five are tricky with me. Then you have like it's reminds me of the Cavs. With um, early in the game, like we can't do anything on offense. We start slow, and then towards the end, we start picking it up, and like then we take the lead, or you know, like last last few games going to extras, or I, I view it just like the Cavs games. Like they might start slow, but then they pick up at the end, and then the catching position. Um, there, there, there are defense. Really our defense is horrible catching wise now. I think we have the most pass balls. We can't throw anybody out. I mean, we traded. Like I said, the last 10 years, I feel like we've had defensive catchers, no offense. Now Zanino, I mean, doesn't have that much more offense to start the season off, but he's got to pick it. If he can't get guys out and stop guys from stealing and keep the ball in front of him, then I don't I don't know if he's even an upgrade compared to what we had with Perez. I think Bo Naylor will be up sooner rather than later. And even if um, you mentioned Naylor, too, you talk about the rotation. I mean, you have Peyton Battenfield that's – Called up now, and Savali's on the 15-day DL, and Tristan McKenzie got moved to the 60-day. I mean, at this point, how much longer until you end up having uh, uh, Logan Allen, uh, Logan T. Allen, possibly, not the old, the, the previous Logan Allen that he's people want. Um, You end up having Gavin Williams as a possibility, and then you also have uh, Tanner Bibby uh, as well. I mean, you have a lot of potential. It's just up until then. You yeah, you just, I mean, I don't think they've had the easiest of starts either. That West Coast trip's tough, and you've already had two series. with You know, your season's done with Seattle. You've played Seattle seven times, and now the Yankees come to town. It's not the easiast of starts. I mean, um, you, got the, you got the A Stadium with 3,000 people in, in the in attendance, which is insane to me. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I it, there's six, what, six and four right now, I want to say? Uh, six and four, I believe. So. Yeah, yeah, six and four. I think they're tied for first. Oakland. I don't think the rest of the division is very good. It's about just playing 500 ball road to the all-star break. And then, like, it's, it's about just winning series and just having guys heat up. The pitching's been solid enough so far, but I just don't think, you know, Zach, Zach, please, Zach's not a guy that's going to go seven innings and give up two hits. No, no, again, no, no, saying, no. Too, like, like Casey said, it doesn't make no. sense that you have. How long can you avoid? Before I mean, please, like, if you ball. take away that home run, that was not a good pitch. The guy that hit that two-run home run on him, so he could have had. Didn't no he give six his first start though, or something like that? I mean, he looked horrible the first start. For like, the that's last what I'm start. saying. It, you just got these pitch. guys that you just don't know what they are. You know, I, I think well, that Zach Pleasant's best. He's a good five. Yeah, and the thing is, too, is he's not really – his anger, how reliable is he on the mound yeah. and on the rotation? Because one bad pitch, one bad outing, who knows where he ends up going in his head, whether or not throwing things in the locker room, punching the mound again. Who knows what scenario you're at then? And then you're looking at just Jay Beaver and Kel Quantrill, and that's it out of your rotation. Who knows? Second steal of the game. I was going to say, well, I thought our catcher was bad, but uh, <laughs> defensively. He was but... struggling. I mean, he's made some nice blocks and picks, but. Listen, I, I'm pretty sure that Mike Zunino already has more hits than Austin Hedges had last year. <laughs> um, yeah. I was hoping for more Zunino. You know, he might give you a little more offense. Uh, the other guys. The defense is and yeah, Gallagher's I mean, no good, whatever. Valoria I just think they're no trying to bridge it till they think Nagel's right. I think Bo will be up by June or after June. I don't know why we haven't with Zanino, though, you end up having him compared to his – like, I, he kind of went off to, like, a slow start in Seattle. But, I mean, he's batting last I saw was, like – He was an all-star, too. No, he's hitting, like, 224 when, they, when he had his first debut this game. He's 0 for 1, though. Yeah, but, I mean, that's – compared to his start, he looked like – not only did he look like how some people said on Twitter that he looked like a traffic cone behind home plate, and he's just not going to be able to be moving. He's as mobile as – He looks like what? Sl- you said a slap dick? What did you say? I didn't – but I mean, 
changing gears though and talking about the guy who shined because Oscar Gonzalez hasn't been, Will Brennan, what are the thoughts on him? I mean, CJ ended up when I ended up setting out the script earlier on today, kind of just made me it. giggle the comparison. Like, I do think they're very similar, him and Tyler Naquin. I think neither one of them can hit a fastball harder than 94. Um, they, you know, they have similar stances. I, they look like the same fucking guy. I think Nick was better. I mean, so, I mean, he had more, you know, like he had more, he done more for us than Brennan's done so far. So it's hard. They to... just feel like the same guy to me. I, I'm going to have to go with Naquan because of the inside of the ballpark home run. But, you know, I was, I was looking at the stats cause I got, I got your memo Peyton and I, I dug into it a little bit and let's talk about Naquan. He's had 1,660 career at bats. 61 homers, 237 RBIs, and a 766 OPS. Now, Will Brennan, 58 at-bats, 809 OPS, so that's about the same. But, you know, we're talking about the sample size here is quite smaller. He's only got 16 at-bats this year and four right. RBIs. So, yeah, I mean, say, I, what, what's the – an eighth? Not even an eighth? Yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing. I, I think Naquan, he just did it, did it longer. I think Will Brennan, I think, to – you know, your point, it's it's like he does seem very similar. And, and I'll tell you what, if you can't catch up to a 94-mile-per-hour fastball, you're not going to have that great of a major league career, and that's what kind of scares me a little bit. Is Naquin still in the Reds or no? He's in Milwaukee. He's in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah, I would, wouldn't have guessed Milwaukee. That was not even – Yeah. yeah that was right, the yeah. He ended up getting traded away from the Reds to Milwaukee for a pitcher or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he traded to the Mets. He played for the Mets last year. If yeah, I see he was on the Mets as well. Right, yeah. But, I mean, Man, the thing is, is with Will Brennan, he has so much time ahead of him, though, too, which is it's promising, without a doubt. I really don't know if he does. He's six years younger. He's 25, and I think Naquin's just, 31. You know, with Brennan, I think – I just think – I mean, we. I was looking back through our messages because you guys made a prediction, like, earlier in the year. I just think Villar is going to be knocking on that door sooner rather than later. Yeah, when he's Naquin, healthy. I mean, I just think neither one of them is going to get it done, and I – Gonzalez is starting to scare the shit out of me. I'm not worried. I know it's early. I just yes, he isn't. I mean, he doesn't consistently. He showed, like, with no, all he showed like no pop last year. For being a big giant guy, I want him to hit some jacks, but yeah. Well, who are you more concerned about? If you're a fan of the Guardians, which we all are today, because Bruce at the game at the Yankees game because he's a New York guy, and of course he's at the game because the Guardians are playing the Yankees. Oh, I'm sure he's gonna hate that the pitch clock. You know, that's gonna really get him. Oh my so. god, yeah, that made me last week. <laughs> I don't even but, notice it. I know you guys talked about it last week. I don't even notice it. I don't. I, now that I've watched more, now I don't notice yeah, it. Yeah, like, like, like after since last, I was thinking about that yesterday. And then sometimes when I'm now, rooting for like a pitch clock violation, I'm not gonna lie. Well, games are down like, 30, 30, and the first week and a half games are down thirty-one. Yeah, and minutes. like you were talking about it, I was kind of like getting mad listening to it. You're like, oh, go to game. I go to a game. I don't want to be home at eleven thirty. Yeah, but I mean, like on a weekend game, like you're obviously nah, like, all right, I'll experience. stay, watch the fireworks, like in and out. You got to think, Peyton's spending like his life savings on that bleacher you know, seat. The so. Easter, the Easter <laughs> game, the game on Sunday felt like it was forever, and I was like, oh my god, is this thing gonna fucking end? Yeah, Whoa, that was. <laughs> I, that's the part where I'll agree with you too, because I ended up checking the score, and I'm like, why is this game like I still haven't gotten an update yet? Like, what's going on? And it's been four or five hours later thing. by then. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, the thing is, is, for example, on a holiday like Easter, you end up having people that are going there. You didn't end up having – you had more – I think it might be a little weird to see it in the playoffs. Um, yeah. But that's but I think you might see cooler shit. Like up. when the Mariners fans were counting down on Karen Jack, I thought that was fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, that is right. But I don't want to keep – I don't want to draw on about the pitch clock. I just, you know, shout out to the, the one New York guy that we have. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, with speaking of the pitch clock, though, I kind of goes into one of our other topics too, just because it happened a lot so far this year, and with the stolen bases as well. There's been a lot more high-scoring games, in my opinion, as well. And do you think? I, I mean, obviously, Drew. I think that you know, know a little more of the shift than pitch clock. I think you're seeing. I mean, that I will be, think it's been like a milder. April too. With all the rule changes so far in the first week and a half, batting average is up 16 points. Stolen bases are 30 percent higher. Like I said, the game time is 31 minutes lower, and it actually, it's on pace to be the lowest game time since 1984. And you know, they asked Tito Francona about all these rules with the bigger bases, the pitch clock, and and everything, and the shifts. And he said, "I think they are good for the game. The goal was to not have them get in the way 
of how we play that doesn't guarantee you're going to win or lose or play well or bad, but just they don't get in the way. So Francona's okay with all these rule changes. And I think that the, the way the game's being played 31 minutes less, I know maybe that upsets a lot of people, but you know, people that have families and things like that. I don't mind the games as long as, like I said, the game play doesn't change much, which I don't think it's changed that much. I like 16 points, you know, higher batting averages. I like 30% more stolen bases. I think the game's more fun. So, so far, I think for the first week and a half, it's been a good, good thing. These rule changes. And you're getting what exactly you want to as well, because you end up having the rule changes. We're supposed to get non-traditional baseball fans into the game. And, like, look at the Angels and Blue Jays, I think, yesterday. It was 10 to 8 or, like, 10 to 11 or something like that. You're getting high-scoring games now. And you look at Tampa Bay, who's undefeated right now, and their run differential is plus 57, I believe I saw. And here's a little uh, thing from Whoa, Jeff. How'd Hattie. you do that? He <laughs> was doing that the last two weeks. while you putting videos on there, too. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm learning the system, CJ. But uh, Tampa Bay ended up being the first team since – you want to read it? Go ahead. You're- no, I'm sorry. I just read it out loud. No, go on. <laughs> the Tampa Bay Rays are the first team since 1884. The run differential of more than 50 runs were the first nine games of the season. According to ESPN stats and info in 1884, the mile was 50 feet from home. And it was the first year pitchers were allowed to throw the ball overhand. And I see wow. that, uh, that Drew commented on it, too, as the first tweet underneath it is a reply. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing the shade all day. <laughs> But, I mean, also, too, you got to look at what the Rays are playing, too. They're playing all a bunch of cupcakes. Yeah, they played the Tigers, Tigers, National, and A's. They haven't faced, really, a, 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 an ace. The only one that you could kind of count as an okay pitcher was Eduardo Rodriguez from Detroit on opening day. That was the only time they scored five or, or, or fewer runs. And But uh, Wander Franco, he's slugging .757, which would make him Frank Thomas, and he can also play shortstop. And the thing is, too, is that I think he's actually – because he could have been rookie of the year last year, but an injury ended up getting in the way of that. I think he's at the point now you end up seeing somebody like Julio Rodriguez that got paid really well during the season at the end of the season. Oh, he's not getting paid by the Rays. That's the dumbest thing you've said all day. But I, no, who's you know, the Rays paid? Yeah. You end up looking they, at Jose yeah. Ramirez, though, too, with the Guardians, and you could say the same thing. Nobody was yeah, ever but the Rays aren't paying anybody out. the Rays. Yeah, but the Rays are the same thing as the Guardians. I think they're comparable. Nah. Will he take the discount, though? That uh, I mean, because Yeah, Jose well, took a discount to be here. Wander's on his first deal. Ramirez there. took quite a bit of a discount. I don't think that's going to be the case. Three or four years, Wander's going to get traded whenever his arbitration's up. Uh, Austin Meadows got traded. All those big guys that they have, yeah. they trade them once they're, I mean, anything. Yeah, but I mean, they you look at oh, but, but the positive is they trade them and they're still good. It's not like they're trading them and they're they're shitty. Like they're trading them and they're still getting prospects to fill those spots to be as good as they are. Yeah, and I mean that's that's kind of the system what the Guardians had into place too. That's what works. And I mean, you end up you're at a point right now too that out of Gavin Williams, at Daniel Espino, at Logan Allen. Josh Bell is a fucking unit. Yeah, and he swings that shit almost every time, though, too. So I know he swung a ball for his last step. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he leads league in walks, though. Eight walks. I don't know how he had more if he just garbage pitches. No, but I, I think that that the Rays are similar. CJ disagrees, but I think they're similar because, like, if you if you asked a random fan, let's say in New York, right, how many players do you know off the Rays, how many players do you know off the the Guardians, <laughs> right? You know, like yeah. the other teams that make the playoff continuously, you could name like. Their players, but for us, well, we race, don't pay can't. guys like we didn't pay Lindor, you know. I just don't think Wander Franco is going to be he a walked right there. in the long term. I just, well, I mean, last thing baseball related, and then we'll probably end up jumping back and forth because we all know that we end up having the attention span to end up going back to baseball since it's been something forgotten for however long. But with that being said, I do with remote, who's the biggest? I guess the biggest stress so far on the Guardians right now. I mean, CJ kind of ended up pinning at Austin Gonzalez, Josh Bell, but if you had to pick one of them, who would be the biggest concern for you right now? And and you could end up starting off. Um, he stumped us here. Um, well, if he's gonna let that start, you want me? I gotta. I mean. Well, the CJ could end up going. We'll do For me, CJ the biggest one back. is Gonzalez because, like, you know, like Bell is whatever. He's a flyer. He's on a one-year deal. Gonzalez is, you know, a guy that you're hoping can be a building block on this team. Um, 
and if he's losing space out to Will Brennan, like that that scares the shit out of me. If he's got to become a platoon, he was a guy that I've said it. You know, if Oscar Gonzalez could hit thirty home runs, his team was going to win the game, division by double digits. Uh, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. So that's good. Then the second thing is the starting rotation. That's a big cause for concern. If you got to, if you really need not only guys to go de- like just to be out there, but they also got to go deep in games. You can't have your starter go four or five, six innings. Got to be able to give that bullpen a break at times. Look at that. I, I agree. The starting lineup, the starting pitcher. I agree. Bullpen, the bullpen. You're lucky that Pulisic got you. I think what seven innings. Oh yeah, that was, that was you're, a you're in yesterday. And I mean, you're I still in trouble for today. You had most of your relievers at least pitch one inning. I think only one out of the yeah. bullpen pitched two thirds, and they're not going to have anybody against the Yankees today. And then tomorrow's game, you're going to have a similar situation. You're not going to have that much rest. Maybe that's why you brought up. Peyton Battenfield end up starting off, but now he changes his role because Savali's hurt. So it's like, I, I what if, what if there, situation? You know, there's guys that worry me, but like I, I would say Karen Chef worries me. I, I just think yeah. every year you seem kind of, and even like the bullpen is always like kind of you know like ant to me because so many you know bullpens are just so cyclical. You can get productive. Like Stephen, out of, I mean, kind of, like I, um, I'm worried about him too. Like, you know, like, but Stefan had a really good last year. Nick Sandlin had a really good, like, bullpens are a lot of no-name guys. They're like old linemen in football. Um, to me, though, you need a good, if your rotation can't go deep in the games and, you know, can't kind of keep you in it, that 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 scares me. That makes me nervous. You know, I, I won't say, they just showed Zunino on deck. I won't say him because, I you know, you got Boney mm-hmm. waiting in the wings. And then you're hoping Boney can come in. You know, Correct. So what do you, who says he's not like my You got EO. some insurance policies, but, uh, the idea Bell tried to steal on three two, but the idea you know I just think that young pitchers is so you know you never know what they are either. Speaking but of I pitchers, mean, also... I mean I, I I pulled up a Pey- I pulled up a Peyton Vince Sports Illustrated article here from 2019, um, August second 2019. Can you guess our starting five for pitchers uh, rotation? Rotation. Can you guess it? Corey Kluber. For what year? No. Nope. 2019. What? August. August 2nd, 2019. According to Peyton Vince, here's the headline of the article. Indians fans shouldn't worry about Yasiel Puig, Franville Reyes, and even the starting rotation until a week. And it starts out, the Indians rotation as of right now looks like the following. And then it gives it. Well, let me tell oh, you, two of the players are still on the team in our in our uh, starting five. Savali and Plesak. No, it's one no of the Bieber. Bieber. I'm going to say it's Bieber. Well, Quantrill was in the bullpen when they got him. I'll say Savali. It's him. I'm gonna no. take Plezak. Really? Plezak. One, two are not in the league anymore, and one is still in the league. Oh, Clevenger's in, or no? Yeah, Fuck. yeah. Clevenger. Yeah, Clevenger with COVID. Uh, Carrasco. God, who's that? Who am I missing? Danny Salazar is the, Danny is the three. Salazar. Holy and shit. and the four is Adam Plutko, and Plezak was our five. Where's that? Adam was it on that team in 2019? <laughs> Nah, this is according to Peyton Vince. And it says that there are injuries from Jeffrey Rodriguez and Tristan McKenzie. And the only possibility I can think is as of right now is be a second start for Adams or Aaron Savalli. So I don't know where uh, – this is a Peyton Vince original. Jeffrey Rodriguez might have been already done after 2018. Jeffrey Rodriguez, I never even heard of him. He threw like 97. Like, dude, Jeffrey Rodriguez has some dirty shit. Heffley, J E one F Y. Yeah, correct. Yep. That's a good. Payton spelled it right too. So that's the way. It's impressive. But I mean, Adam Polko is playing in Korea. Adam Polko is playing. In Korea. Yeah, didn't he go to Baltimore and then he went overseas or something? Yeah, like he's that. playing in Korea. Yeah, yeah so, so yeah. yeah right now, game, Adam Polko's Korea stats. Huh? He's got a one five nine ERA. Well, actually, a two three nine ERA in Korea. <laughs> But read that headline again from that article because there's something you could end up piecing together from there too, which is absolutely it, crazy looking back four years later. Indians fans shouldn't worry about, yeah, Seal Puig, Franville Reyes, and even the oh, starting God. rotation until a week. Most of them are gone. We and Franville Reyes shouldn't be worried about. It's absolutely crazy to Dude, think we about. we fucked up. We should have brought Puig Black. Puig would have been good, but he had attitude issues all the time. That was I don't the give thing. a that fuck. Was, he, we should have brought him He got into a fight. Literally the day he got traded and then came to Cleveland. You know what I liked about that fight, though? When he was – what was he, for the Reds? He was he fighting all the like Pittsburgh. the whole team. Yeah. He, was fighting, he was fighting Pittsburgh, and as a Cleveland Browns fan, anybody that wants to take on the city of Pittsburgh, I'm all for that. 
But that's crazy to think about that that was something not to worry about, so to speak. And that rotation was absolutely atrocious. Like Adam Plutko had like maybe one or two good weeks, and that was it. And that was sick. That yeah, was, that you was written, need, you that was written in August. <laughs> yeah, correct. That was yeah. written in August, though. So that was going into the playoffs. So it worked. The article worked. We're talking about it four years later. Speaking yeah. of articles, too, make sure to check out Evan Columbus on a WeLikeSportsPC.com. And also, before we change gears and end up happening, hopping into basketball briefly, shout out to the Snooze You Lose, uh, Snooze you Lose podcast. The Black Bookie. The Black Bookie. Yeah, absolutely. Make sure you get those locks in. Every Sunday, you'll end up having the articles for your Snooze You Lose pick of the week on Sundays on WeLikeSportsPC.com. What's up? It's your boy Uncle Joe, the Black Bookie. Don't go anywhere as you're listening to the We Like Sports podcast. Once the show is over, tune in and subscribe to the Snooze You Lose podcast, available on all streaming platforms. Our show is a sports and a sports betting podcast where the motto is and always will be win together, lose together. So tune in and like I always say, Snooze You Lose. What's going on, We Like Sports Podcast fans? We wanted to take the time to tell you about our great friends at Sidelines Sports Bar and Grill. Sidelines is known to have the best wings in the Cleveland area, with over 30 different wing flavors, including our favorite, the Spicy Honey Blast. Sidelines also has their steak special every Wednesday, all day, for only $9. You get a perfect 8-on strip steak, served with your choice of a baked potato or fries, with a side salad with the dressing of your choice. This great deal is for dining only. Stop in to see our friends at Sideline Sports Bar and Grill at 1165 Pearl Road in Brunswick, Ohio. Again, that's 1165 Pearl Road in Brunswick, Ohio. Or give them a call for takeout at 330-220-0888. 330-220-0888. Sideline Sports Bar and Grill for nights you never remember, but the friends you'll never forget. Did you guys see that, for one, before we end up going on to local news, this is a shout-out to CJ. And CJ, this is something new again, so you could read this one, too, now. <laughs> oh, this was my thing. I told you about this tweet. Peyton, yeah, Damian Peyton Lord, and Parma can read it, yeah. <laughs> Mike Sanino just drove in a run, baby. That's right. You know, who's you not talking about production? Speaking of uh, Parma, happy Dingus Day to all those that celebrate <laughs> Dingus Day. Happy Dingus Day. Damon Lord doesn't have an appetite, doesn't want to say there were guys that are two, three years away. Like this is he had this shit last year. You know, I think he's the next guy to get moved. But where does um, he go to? Where is where's he, he going? Yeah. Where is he going? I don't even know because like if you look back at trades from the last few years of big names, you would never have guessed that they were going to where they were going, really. So I can't even think of Miami. That's my guess. Miami. Miami? Yeah. Oh, um, Peyton doesn't like that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Miami, Peyton, Miami Peyton, uh, or Memphis doesn't like that one. Or Boston. Where's Luca going? Luca's not going anywhere. Yeah, I don't know. Kyrie. Kyrie's a free agent. Cool. I'm saying all this stuff. You can't even predict where these people are going to end up. I can't even. I you know, Boston is a real possibility for uh, what for Dame. I just I think Dame's played his last game. Who were they game. trading? Yeah, they Jalen Brown probably. If they Boston doesn't win the finals this year, they got to relook at what they. Well, got. I mean, there the was Sixers. a report about Luca saying that if he doesn't win like, by next year, he might request a trade. So I mean, well, there are like mad yeah. mellow vibes. He said, uh, "Luca reminds me of mellow. mellow vibes." Yeah, like I mean, if you think about it though, like him and Willard aren't wrong though. Like you want to end up playing for a winner, you ended up yeah, but like Dallas went all in because of how Luca plays, it doesn't work. Like it's like Westbrook. I don't think it's like Westbrook. I think it's more. Are you are you going to win a a championship with Doncic as your best player? Yeah. No. So that's what I'm saying. So Westbrook, when he was when he was in his prime, like Westbrook, I never felt like like I just think it's so awkward watching the Mavs. It's more like like James Harden in Houston. I put all three of them together. Like like one on four, one on five at times. You know. Yeah, but and they I mean, brought like, guys in. Like I remember, like when they got Porzingis, like holy shit, the Mavs got Porzingis. Like this will work. Like, oh, Mavs, holy shit, they got yeah. Kyrie. <laughs> yeah, they got Kyrie. This will, like it just doesn't. And they even signed can't Bertans play too. alongside of them. And yeah, I just think it's <laughs> signed Bertans. <laughs> I just don't. Right. I don't. That's know he how... made him sixteen million, dude. That's a lot of money for fucking Bertans to sit the bench. <laughs> I just don't know how well it works alongside of Luca. 
I mean, like, the thing is, too, is to go even a step further talking about Luka and Kyrie, you end up having them load management when it's a play-in. Like, it's a must-win game, and they ended up sitting people down, and Luka ended up only playing the first quarter, and then he comes out and says, well, you know, I wasn't really a big fan of that. I think that was a really dumb decision, which is, he's not wrong at all. But, like, why are you doing that? You ended up bringing Kyrie. You're having a must-win game, and you sit down Kyrie. Is Tyree politicking and saying, hey, I'm not playing with these guys anymore because I'm not in the spotlight. I just don't think they're bringing them back. I'm telling you, they're paying Bertans five years, $80 million. They need a little more Bertans. Third highest paid paid player on the team. Shit, that's what I've been telling you. I don't know, though. It's – well, how many teams have a chance to win the finals, you know, every year? Like, you look at it. Like, this year, how many teams have a chance to win the finals? Anybody in the West? Anybody? Anybody? I don't know about anybody in the West. That's what I'm saying. So how many teams in the East? Three? Let me see. Four? four. I'm going to be teams I think that can win the finals. But I I mean, there's teams I think could make it deep but not win the finals. Can win the finals? For the first time in how long has, like, everybody's a game apart for, like, one through six. That's how it was for, like, the closing end of the season. And you end up having a play-in game that you're fighting for. And you have, like, the Kings that are a huge surprise. I think there's eight teams that can win the finals. All right. Nuggets. One of them is the Cavs for me. Nuggets. I think it's the Bucs, the Celtics, and the Cavs. I don't think anybody in the East can win the finals outside of those. I don't think Philly can win the finals. Nah. I don't think Philly can win the finals. Do you think Cleveland could go to Milwaukee and win a game seven? Yeah, I do. I think you got two guys that can get their own shot. Yeah, in, they uh, were they, I, I, they were looking a little rough though. At and the as end long, of the year. I mean, Cavs are like Mitchell was, over the last ten, but Mitchell was putting forty up in four of those last four. Yeah, so. putting forty up all year, man. I know, but yeah, I, but I mean, I, it's four games in a row to close this. In the West, now. I think Denver, Memphis. That's a bit of a stretch. For me. You're, not buying, you're not buying the Mike Brown Kings? No, I'm not buying the Kings. I want to believe. I think the Phoenix, Phoenix, I would say, yeah. Phoenix in uh, Golden State, just because they're Golden State. Yeah, I agree with that. Golden State, you know, I hate that so much. Though. Not and buying like, the Lakers, State, not buying the Clippers. Crazy. You're talking to win a finals? Like, I, I just think you need at least two guys that can go get you a buck. Even the Cavs, I don't know if they can win a finals. But, I mean, they got two the guys Cavs that are bench is kind of... I don't know, Danny yeah. Green. If the they give Danny game. Green, they give Danny Green some minutes. Uh, he can't play more than ten. He he, yeah. he gets gassed. But the if you finals, you're, you're like a March Madness team. You're playing. You're playing yep. se- eight. You're trusting seven guys out there. Yeah. yeah Who is the seven you trust? Levert, the starting. In there, Levert, the starting five. Think, Levert, I'd say maybe eight. Fair. A you count a You're playing eight. You know, but I'm saying you're playing. Oh, nice knockdown. You, you're, you're, I mean, yeah, you got the, the main four, and then you yeah. got Lavert. You know, you're rolling a core out there because you roll core out there. Lavert, <laughs> you're trusting Rubio, and then probably like Dean Wade or somebody that's like a swing big. I'm saying, I, don't I don't know. I don't but know. You're if I not trust trusting. Rubio. You're not. I mean, Rubio hasn't looked too hot. Even Rubio's minutes will probably go down though, because you're just looking for guys to kind of. I mean, Mitch will be playing. Mitchell and Garland. The whole play. fucking game. Think yeah. about how much cooler the NBA would be if it was like March Madness and you only had to win one game instead of a best of seven. How different? Well, I don't, only March I Madness is like a bachelor. I saw a tournament. tweet. I wish I could find the tweet and pull it up for Peyton on this thing. I saw a tweet. This guy <laughs> described March Madness awesome for. He's like, it's like a bachelor party weekend. The first, the first week, the first round is fucking awesome. By the end of it, you just want it to be over and done with. <laughs> You, you already celebrated. You had your fun, and you already want yeah. to go home. You want it over and done with. But I mean, like that is like that'd be a unique concept. But like I think Casey said it. But like that's the play-in tournament, and like that made it as a Cavs fan last year. It made it fun to watch. But you're, yep. it's like I hated it as a Cavs fan <laughs> because if we like, lost that game, the whole season was over, and I hated that. At least yeah, like if we lose game one now, it's we like, should have beat Atlanta at home. You know what? I would like to see him get to. Yeah. If I'm just talking off like things that are interesting. Keep the little playing tournament, but like, don't do get rid of fucking east west. I am just mm. get rid of east west. Yeah, we see the teams. Those, 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 yeah, those bottom four teams, let them, you know, do a playing tournament. Because, hey, you know, to make the play, to make the playoffs in the NBA, all you really have to do is try. Yeah, pretty I'm much. looking at the teams that missed the playoffs, you know. The magic, the magic tried. The magic <laughs> tried. I yeah. I was just at the, the magic game when they played Detroit. the Cavs. Yeah, some of these teams, they, I'm the not saying they didn't try. 
No, I was looking for that. The Jazz were on fire to start the year. They missed. They didn't try. All you do is try. Oklahoma tried to not make the playoffs. And hey, look what playoffs. they did. Yeah. Look at that. You know. Yeah, they didn't try hard enough not to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The fucking Rockets, the Spurs, and the Pistons are just well, – yeah. the Rockets and the Spurs are just so bad. Well, the yeah, Pistons at least got out. Cunningham if he's okay. But, like, the Hornets I don't think are anything. Like, It makes me wonder who's going to get one Minyama. Hmm. I think I'm sure, I'm sure the NBA. I'm sure the NBA already knows who's getting them. Oh, I do too. I think they got to. I mean, you got to put them in the right city. The you're Pist- not I mean, the Pistons have the best Antonio. team. You're not Pistons would have the best team though. That big Frenchman. I'm just saying, though, you have the best team. Trail. I don't even know. Like the Blazers. Like I don't. The Magic aren't gonna get them. No, Dallas you gotta have like a bigger market. Lottery. Yeah, yeah, but who's saying? Dallas, Dallas, Dallas will get him. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Dallas, to have him and Luca. Yeah, send him, they need something to mark up. All right. Well, speaking of that, what's next? Well, I mean, what's next is we're talking about the playoffs. So why don't we oh. talk about the possibility of the Cavs moving on from the Knicks? Julius Randle wasn't going to be healthy to begin with, but now he's playing in Game One. I'm a little concerned. I mean, I had confidence either way, but, like, this is going to be a long series. It's not going to be a four-game sweep, I think, and that's how it was going to be originally. Now it's looking like it might go six, it might go seven, and if it goes seven, obviously you can get a home game. But who knows? Back-to-back game sevens against Milwaukee? I don't think that's going to happen. Milwaukee ends up winning, which more than likely will happen. But it's Milwaukee. I don't even think it's going to go to seven. I feel feel comfortable with uh, five. I'd say five. <laughs> but, like, it's you almost have to look at it like. Well, I think depending on who Milwaukee gets, I think there's LeBron. teams well, that can it, be tough there's, I agree. And then there's, I don't know if you, you know, obviously you know this, like, the, the plan, you play this entire week. The, the Bucks aren't going to play for over a week, right? So yeah. the team that's playing. And the, the Bucks plan aren't the best road team. Has to play twice this, this week to make it to play, right? So there's a chance that they might be in better shape to start the series and hit. Milwaukee in the face because they don't have that week off. They they're playing throughout that week where the Bucks are just sitting for a week. Yeah, looking at the Bucks facing possibly the Heat or the Hawks, I don't like either one. I think those are both tough matchups. Um, I think the Heat are they got I mean they both have two dudes though that can go get buckets, which is what you need to play. I think the Heat would be a really scary team. Even like the the Hawks with Murray and Young. Yeah. They had a pretty good game against us, Murray, when he played, I believe, when he played the Cavs last. So I think, I mean, even in those tops, I think, you know, I think the Cavs, I don't, the Knicks fucking scare me because they, I I think whoever would see, I was talking to my son, and shout out to my son who won in seventh grade his boys' basketball team. They won their AAU tournament this past weekend. So shout out to them. But um, Ed Ed Junior in Columbus? Yeah, Ed Junior. He he can shoot like, I call him Baby Mark Price. So he's got a nice little jumper. (laughs) Um, but I, I think game three, to me, when I look at this series, whoever wins game three is going to win this series. I think the Cavs can go one and one at home. I, I would like to be up 2-0 heading back to Madison Square Garden. But if they are 1-1, I think that, that deciding game three, I think that shifts the tide. And I'd like the Cavs to be up at least 2-1. to one. But we'll, we'll see. The, the Knicks scare me. Um, just Knicks, something about the Knicks. I don't know. When LeBron came back. You know, we played the Knicks the first game back when LeBron came back in 2014. We lost to the Knicks at home. I don't know, just something about the Knicks. We just, we just, I don't know, we struggled against them because they have shooters and and they had Carmelo at the time. And you know, he, of course, he's going to have a big game against us and nobody against nobody else. And Julius Randle, it seems like he'll go off against us because it's just it's Cleveland and his eyes light up or something like that. So we we got to uh, you know contain Knicks scoring, but I think. You know, just play team defense, and I think that's what the Cavs. You know, Mobley needs to step up. I mean, oh, got- fucking punch him out! Looking sorry, Ed. <laughs> it's all good. I love, I love your commentary. So no, 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 no qualms here. But uh, yeah, Mobley, we keep talking about him. We see him in, on Twitter uh, getting some votes for you know defensive player of the year. Well, then go out. Yep. You know, you're probably not going to win it or whatever. Maybe you will. I don't know. But in the case, maybe then go out and play like it. You know, we need you to step up. We don't need you to score as much. Obviously, we need you to play defense. And I know sometimes in the NBA, I know in the playoffs they play defense regular season. So hopefully they can flip the switch, like Kyrie said. But this has to do with defense, and Kyrie would know nothing about that. So Hell, I, I don't even like if we're up three one. I don't even feel. I know. I, I'm with four. you. I'm, I'm with you. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, no, partially for the back eventually. I think this That's is very really much a, a prove it year for the Cavs. You know, it was last year was cute. You know, playoffs playing, you got hurt. You know, you had the excuse this year. You know, you really 
got to make it out of that first. If they don't round win the first round series against the Knicks, I think it's a disappointing year. And I, I, I agree. I think this if is people don't say that, then you're just being yeah. like, you know, I think I think disappointing homework. but promising. Like, I just, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it still might not be, but like, yeah, the window in the NBA can slam shut like that. Mm-hmm. I just, well, I don't think, think ours is gonna, I mean, I don't know, I can't see ours because we don't have any problems. Like, I still, think no we're missing coach. I, I still think we're missing a piece. I think they're missing a small forward. No, they're not. Going as far as JB. No, I like that. Peyton, like Peyton, I'm glad you said that. Going back, I know they had Jordan and Pippen, but go back to 1989 with the Chicago Bulls. They had Doug Collins. You know, they, they lose or whatever like that to the Knicks in the second round after, you know, Jordan hits a shot over Elo. They fire his butt and they get, you know, bring in Phil Jackson the next year. If Cleveland doesn't win this first round series, look, just like, like you know, to see this point, the, the, the window's small and maybe there's a coach out there that, that can I just you know, think there's too much better. time on Bickerstaff's contract. Um, yeah. I, I know just, that does hurt. He signed that extension. He's through 27. For me, it's just, yeah, I, I think it's a letdown, you know, because yep. that means that mediocre, something, mediocre something, coach, something didn't go right. You know, for you to get bounced yeah, up with the, the whole Knicks, season, that means that, you know, whether it was mobile, somebody's having a bad series. That's just such a sour taste in the mouth. Mm. Well, because I do think up- we match up well with Milwaukee. I don't know how we've played against Milwaukee. I don't know, but we I think they're like stop. 3 or 1. Stop. Yeah, we can't and stop Mobley Giannis. In, in, uh, Allen, well, Mobley think- gets his ass pushed back by Giannis. He can't <laughs> He can't stop him. That's a, When he gets those muscular guys, he, yeah, he just gets oh, blown back. Dropped it safe. No, out by a step. And and then Allen gets, uh, gets in foul trouble when he plays yeah. those guys like that. And then you pull him away from the hoop to cover Lopez. That's the other issue. Is because he can't. It's uh, that's the the trickiness about it, those big guys. We have big guys, but I don't think they could match up well with their. We're big two guys. and two against Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I understand. We lost. Just... We're in November, so we beat them in December and January. We're in the yeah, way yeah. split both. But did Giannis play? Like, did yeah. their starters. Giannis play those didn't games? play one of those games. Him and yeah. Middleton well, both. Them, I remember that. Yeah, like January. I remember that. That's what I mean. That's what I mean though. So like, they it's hard to look at those and say who. Like who's actually better? Because how many? Like we play our guys a lot. I feel like other teams, they're they're big. We names didn't sit. have um, what the fuck's his face? Mitchell, the second one we didn't Ra- have. Raul Neto. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then the first one, Samuelman. Giannis went for forty-five. No Middleton. Well, you want to hear a crazy stat? I'm the old guy, so I like to go back in, in, in history. But, you know, when we lost in, in 1989 to, to the Bulls, the shot, you know, we lost three to two in a best of five because it used to be best of five first round. We played the Bulls six times in the regular season. We beat the Bulls all six times and then lost that series three to two. So, you know, the NBA regular season, I don't know. They don't play on a Tuesday night in Cleveland in December. Sometimes they show up. Sometimes who's playing? It, it doesn't really matter. It's about the matchups now and how they're playing and, I don't know. I, I think to Casey's point, the Milwaukee Bucks, they scare me. I think we actually match up better against Boston, but I don't want to play them either. I, I think it's just missing one more piece against each, each one of those teams, and that's why I think Boston-Milwaukee probably be the Eastern Conference Finals. We, we need a guy that's like um, like a Andre Drummond, Dwight Howard, DeMarcus Cousins. We need like a thug. That you just put. We need a three is what we need. Yeah, we need oh, a three that can score. You, you got to put a big guy that you could stop, like they I said, the guys like we were talking about with Embiid and Giannis, though. Like, just someone like Lopez, right? You put Lopez in. I like Lopez, but he's you can't put him in for ten minutes and he'll be productive and can switch Sometimes on. You need a guy that just stops. goes out there and he's four fouls. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's a, it's a strong guy that's in there that's not going to get pushed around like the ones like you know like it's it's tricky. I but yeah, if you look at getting pushed around in China, well, yeah, Taiwan. If you look at I see, I see the, the Bucks bench, the Bucks bench though, I don't. I mean. I'm not really too scared past their starting lineup, truthfully. Like, I never look at, you know, I don't watch the Bucks that often, but you got, like, Pat Connington, right? Bobby Portis. Mm-hmm. He had 23 against this last game, so that kind of <laughs> didn't help. But. Who's your – what's your finals prediction? Who you got going? It's tricky in the West. Like, I don't even – like, the Nuggets could have run away with it, I think. But I would say let – me, let me take a look again here. For the West, I would say. Do you I bet the against Suns, LeBron? I think the Suns. Um, like I said, when they made the trade with Peyton and the guys that were on that, um, and yeah. give me, give me Suns Celtics. Yeah, Celtics. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling. Sun I don't hate Celtics. the Sixers like you all do, but like, I don't know. I'm gonna say Nuggets Celtics. The Sixers are just losers. 
<laughs> they go there every. They just lose, man. Doc what about K. Minnesota? You think Minnesota can make a run at all? No. They got a puncher's chance. I heard. <laughs> <laughs> they're just they're just clowns. That's what they are. I don't even. Yeah. The and Pelicans, Memphis, if they Memphis had Zion, really questionable. The Pelicans, if they had Zion, could have made waves, but because they were tough, they were top three seeds. Like when they had the Zion, everybody in Ingram before he got hurt, and McCollum, like they were they were a tough team. But then Zion went down, and Ingram got hurt. Then it put them in a tough spot. I should always look at just who's playing some good basketball right now. I would always like Ingram on the Cavs if he would have stayed. Like I, I feel like he's a kind of a person. Would that... you have wanted Ingram or Mitchell? Mitchell. Oh, I know that's not. Yeah, I, that's, know, right? I mean, he right. swayed me over. Garland, really Garland, or Ingram. I still take. Garland. I like me some Darius Garland. Garland. But dang, I, I wish he would throw six inches. He, he put that I like Garland too, but he he's been I don't know lately too. I'm telling you, that he's game like I went to, he barely. Mitchell, honestly, yeah, would you trade? Would you trade Garland? Really tell. Like, would you trade Garland, Allen, and maybe some whatever for Luca? I did see that on Twitter before, like that suggestion. I did see that before. I don't know if I do it. No, no because of the, the, the culture. Ball heavy then. I know. Luca I, Mitchell I, though, and Mobley is a big three. So. <laughs> I mean, I know, but it's it's the I think that the culture we have with Allen and Garland and like the, I, I don't think know, like, Jared Allen. Yeah, I think he's a glue guy, but I think he will not be here after his next after his contract. So. I think it's like there's a large like Slovenian a, population in Cleveland that would love Luca. What are your thoughts on uh, Mobley's brother, older brother Isaiah Mobley? Does he have a future I've, in Cleveland? I literally have zero thoughts. I have if no he idea. wasn't drafted, I mean, if he wasn't drafted, if Mobley didn't have Evan Mobley, he wouldn't have been on our team. But he put up 18 points against the Magic. So the fucking what about UD? The UD game. Oh, my God. Diakite did, too. So, I don't know. I couldn't <laughs> stop looking up, like, things. Like, that was the most points Udonis Haslam scored since 2009. And Kenneth, Kenneth, points were crazy Kenneth Walker or whatever the fucking guy's name at 42. Kenneth Lofton from the Grizzlies. Kenny Lofton's oh, son, Kenny, yeah. Like, the guy looks like Franklin the Turtle. Like, come on. No. <laughs> UD. Oh, my God. I was just looking at what's, what was number one in 2000. I was obsessed. We're in the iPhone 3GS the last time you done us. TV Raps was uh, popping on, uh, on YouTube. YouTube, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's 2009. It's because I, was a, well, so, I, was, I was a freshman in high school in 2009. I don't even know. Like later. Sixth grade? I don't even know. But, Ed, how long How long ago was that for you? <laughs> I graduated I graduated high school in 1998. That's kid I was, was born in 1998. Yeah, yeah. That's what you're talking about. <laughs> so... The only I thing I know about 2009, I was I was in I took a vacation in South Carolina, and that's when the Cavs <laughs> lost to the Magic in the Eastern Conference Finals, and it still hurts. I like, yep, I like the Magic. I was a big Dwight Howard fan back then. I like the Cavs, obviously. Richard Lewis and Dwight Howard. Yeah, yeah, you know Turkle 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 Lewis, Richard Lewis, Jameer yep, yep. Nelson. I, I got that whole team. Don't worry. I, I, they, you know why Anderson. they beat us? Because we, we had Delonte West and Mo Williams, and they had bigger guards than Turkaloo and, and Lewis, and, and we just couldn't. They were, and they could knock a three down those two. Oh, that's we're all they did. We built to be Boston Annoying. that year. That's the year we had Shaq. That's what we – exactly. Yeah. We, we, we yeah, planned to be Boston. And then we, yeah. They were built for Boston, not Orlando. Yeah. And then we lost to Boston the next year. <laughs> it, it's such a rough memories back then for 2009, 2010. But – before I wore we my Turkaloo shirt today, damn it! I didn't actually wore my Turkaloo shirt. That—that's your random Magic player of the week. <laughs> yeah, right. No, he. No. But they had they had Gortat too. Gortat was on that team. They also had another three-point yeah, shooter. Petrus, that Michael, that Michael, Michael Petrus, somebody else, yeah. oh, Courtney Petrus, Lee, yeah. Courtney, Courtney Lee, Lee. Yeah. Telling you, I, I can. It's like the you're Bulls. giving Casey stop, Casey. I'm having flashbacks. The, the 2011 Bulls team, I can name every player on it as well. So those <laughs> are the two teams I know. I got the 2009 Magic and 2011 uh, Bulls are mine. Why the Bulls? Tyron Lue was on. I used that to Magic play with. Team. I used to play with them in the uh, in 2K12 all the time online. I that was the, the one game I played like on online a ton with. Tyron Lue was on that Magic team. Holy shit! <laughs> I'm telling you, I know that. Tyron Lue, team. what a team. Ty Lue. It went full circle, however many years later. Yeah. But before we end up going deeper down the NBA spectrum from that, just because we still have basketball talk to talk Vince the Carter, next couple weeks. Brandon Bass, Matt Barnes, you know, before we go into the J.J. Reddick. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon Bass was deadly from 18 feet. <laughs> yeah, was the, so well, here's the current Brian Anderson's a rookie's year. I told you. And We're going off the rails here, Peyton. We're going off the rails here. We're gonna... It's going to even go off the rails a little bit more, too, because there's a dog on screen now. <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> but 
Thoughts on the Masters? John Rahm winning the Masters. I feel like CJ, Ed, maybe not. Me personally, I don't know, but Casey's a big golf guy. I feel like he'll definitely have some kind of input on this, possibly. Just I watched the Masters the and Tiger Woods. I watched the whole thing. I watched it here. I mean, I went to watch the whole thing because I had to work, but I watched it every day, and like here and there and stuff, and I watched it in the background yesterday. Um, no golf input. I mean, the thing that killed it yesterday was with uh, the hell Kepka falling off the top. He, he was there. He had it. Like, he had it in the bag. And I heard there's like a struggling. dude playing in front of him. That's like I, the only thing I know well, about Brooks yeah. Kepka is Correct. he was stoked about the live tour because it's three days and not four. So like well, that's what they were. The they, joke they was today the was he couldn't make was, it. Yeah, the dude in front of them was playing really slow, slow man. and just dragging ass. We, so if in Spieth, so Spieth had a good, good last round. I think it was on day two or three. I was watching. He hit one in the trees, like on a par four. He duffed the shot out of it, so whiffed it completely. And then wasted or hit it out, so he double bogeyed that hole, right? If he wouldn't have had that bad drive and he would have just powered that hole, that's two strokes right there. And he would have been like it would have been a different story with him. And like even Mickelson, like I watched I watched him come back. We had seven minus seven on the last day. If he if they would have just had some good like one or two less mistakes on day one and day two, they could have been almost yeah, I saw a lot of dudes had a good uh a good last in the weather. I, th- the I, weather thought, the lip, I thought the lip players played well. I mean, you look at Brooks Kepa, if he, if he didn't poop the bed like he did on you know the final day, he, he I mean, pulled a, speed a couple and, years ago. That's what yeah, Steve did. Uh, and I'll tell you what, I'll take John Rahm. So, you know, back in the day, I love, I love the Masters, I love golf. Um, you know, I, I'd always root for them, I mean, the Americans over the international players. I mean, you know, USA, USA, it's okay, we can say that here. Um, but you know, there are always like you know, players like Nick Faldo, Jose Maria Olathabel, uh, Sevi Ballesteros, fellow Spaniard, and Hel Cabrera, on Hel Cabrera with his, he- with his heaters. Up online. Um, so <laughs> built like a tank. So, I, watching John Rahm, he's going to be a thorn in the side of anybody that's rooting for an American player going forward because that guy is steady, he's going to win more majors. Um, you know, he doesn't make the most incredible golf shots, but he doesn't make mistakes. And I think that's what Brooks Kepka ran into yesterday. You know, some of his drives, I mean, he just took everything to the left. I mean, you know, and it's just like, you gotta, you gotta keep it on the fairway. And, uh, well, but, that uh, amateur too, he was tough for the first oh, two Bennett, rounds and Bennett. yeah, he fell off this after. There's the, something the, about the, the masters. I always like, I wanted to bet on, I think when he was like, uh, going, he was in second going in. I just always want to bet on the dudes behind whoever's not in first. Mm-hmm. Somebody always seems to have a meltdown at Augusta. No, like that seems like anything. Even that sure, one Freddie Couple, man. Freddie Couple, Freddie Couple. Yeah, he's <laughs> played it for. He's played the course for fifty years. It feels like he, he wasn't last. That, yeah. He didn't finish last for being sixty-two, man. Yeah, that's impressive. But what are the People thoughts on Tiger, Tiger to conclude the Masters talk, which I'm surprised it went as well as it did. I are we going think. to P- PBA next? Are we going to EJ Tackett? Is that what you're talking about? That Jason next? Belmonte. Yeah, I knew that you were going to that one. That's... Norm Duke. I'm naming, I'm naming Chris Barnes. I'm like you with Tiger. The Tiger's like one of those things. He's got so much money. If I, it's like 30 holes I got to go off today. Nah, fuck that. I'm going home. Well, they offered him to take a cart, and he said uh, he's never going to – you can get an exemption and take a cart in the in, – in the He didn't want to pull road. a Casey Martin. He didn't want to, he bad, he didn't want to just like, do it. He didn't want like to do he, he said like, in the senior league he will, but he said he's not going to ruin the integrity by, you know, taking a cart. I think by him it. making the cut, that was good enough. So shout out to Tiger Woods making that consecutive yeah, cut. He had that, he like had that. that bad day. And it's just, what's yeah. the – no, you don't, think Josh Bell's, you don't think Josh Bell's up there at the plate right now? Sometimes just like, fuck it, I wish I could go home. We're hitting, hitting <laughs> 80. He reminds me, yeah, I, I wish Josh that Bell would go just home. Like I wish out. Would. Yeah, just, yeah, it's been a long day. I'm gonna go home. I liked him. Like, when we picked him up, I liked him, but he hasn't like impressed me. Yet, pants so. are too tight. I think that's the problem. Look, 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 go look at Karen Check's pants and then and tell Karen me. I said that last show, it was like leggings. I saw I saw him in person when I was at that, that game. I'd... Spanks. That's what he does every time. He grounds out to the, first, out base. To the first base. Uh, every damn time. Tell him. Pants are too tight, man. That's the problem. He's got to get some many Ramirez's on. Yeah, he has to just come out of that uh, left field. Oh, uh, got it. Mike Zunino looks like Austin Hedges. What, what, what's that mean, Payton? Payton, you're tight with PV Insider. What's their new thing when they do this? And then that one. It's the... Uh... I don't know. What do you mean PV insider? I'm playing yeah, myself. <laughs> yeah, aren't you in the uh, the press box? What the hell? No. Yeah. I'm, no. Give me credentials. Can you give me credentials? You and Andre not? I thought you and Andre not were tight. No, hey, you know, we just have the same hairline. Can you get me credentialed? 
I, so I did work on it for WeLikeSportsPC.com, and it didn't really work out that oh, well. Dang. I did it how with you, Boston what, as well with one of our Boston writers. And who do you have to know to get credentialed? Like how? I know Matt Underwood's son. You have to be big enough that you end up having like a Andre like, not, outlet uh, checked out Jillian. So I, <laughs> I was in the club, in this club level when I was back then, back in the day. Anyway, throwing it back. What what's our following though? Like what's the number you have to have to get credentialed? Yeah. Like you, you have to, to be like the athletic. Like size wise, yeah, but I'm sure there's like oh, you were credentialed, you were, yeah, yeah, but that was was also with any of Sports Insiders when Matt Lodi was around before, unfortunately, obviously, he passed away for anybody that didn't end up knowing that for any of Sports Insiders. But he was AP Radio out in Phoenix, so we ended up having the ability to have one of our writers still credentialed and still do audio for the opposing team or else two of us would tag team it, have a home and away. Why don't you dress up as um, a mustard or whatever like that and we'll just say we're credentialed. I got a new plan because the Guardians aren't going to listen to this podcast. We got to just get one of these back to back that we can interview and be like, hey, get us credentialed. Like somebody that works for a radio station. We got to start interviewing like White Sox guys. Who's on your docket then? The A's, the A's, yeah, the A's have no dude. Oh, we could walk right in and probably just yeah. like own the like, like, box. Yeah, like, <laughs> and it just question. has a capital A, and that's like, it. Yeah. A's beat right. I have an A's hat. PVB. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Oh, yeah. I'm here with you. Well, before we end up going completely off the rails with the last segment of the day, we're talking football now, really quick. Before we end up going into Odell Beckham Jr., CJ, there's a thing for you to read. <laughs> Oh, Cream Hunt's fat and slow. We should be getting about one Eddie Lacy Jr. Yeah, that two set. I don't know. Like I thought something was weird with Cream Hunt when they weren't like playing him, but that makes well, you sense. wanted the trade. But like when they weren't playing him, why wouldn't you play Jerome Ford? Listen, when I do the next mock, of the no, Browns, no, no, Dearness Johnson. We're we getting, had he's Johnson slow too. All year. Um, we had him all year and we didn't play. Slow grind, <laughs> dude. Grind. The Browns need to. I got. I saw the the Browns need to go get Deuce Vaughn. Get Deuce Vaughn or that kid from fucking uh, Duke Johnson. Not Duke Johnson. <laughs> get the kid from Tulane. Put him out of the backfield. That kid's got great hands. What and about that guy get, from Minnesota? I think it was no Muhammad Ibrahim's. He's a bowling ball. I don't need another Amir Abdullah. <laughs> they need to go get a guy that's got some good hands. Deuce Vaughn would be my guy. Get Deuce Vaughn. CJ Spiller? I think CJ Spiller. Uh, also, get that fullback from North Dakota State, Lepke. Give me a fullback. Lawrence Vickers? Dude, I would go for Lawrence Vickers. Get Maurice Carthon to keep calling Jerome Harrison. Yeah. You know, Hunt, wait, was anybody expecting Hunt to be back? No. I mean, I don't think so. I think he's after that report, though. I think he's not going to end up finding a spot as easily in the NFL. Now. I don't think he was finding. They said like he hadn't taken any visits yet. I, I think, think it seemed like a Buffalo with Bills the... or somebody would at least like kick the tires. The Bills got yeah. didn't they? Did the Bills get somebody? Saints. I think the Bills brought in David Montgomery. I want to say. Oh. And they took was Cook it? in the second last year. I think they no. They, they got they got yeah Cook. They got James Cook. They, I know they drafted they James Cook. Cook. Who did the Bills bring in? Now I got to look this up. But meanwhile, we were looking that up. Last topic of the day: Odell Beckham Jr. signed to the Ravens. Is that an interesting thing for Browns fans? For Fifteen million dollars. It was interesting. <laughs> I'll pay eighteen. Fucking, yeah, it is interesting. Half that or money for their superstar MVP quarterback. Yeah, read my article five years on, on uh, yeah, we love sport, we like sports podcast, uh, dot com, whatever. Because they my article is about OBJ being a Raven, and you know what it's gonna do? It's gonna unite all of us Browns fans because all the Browns fans that thought, oh, we should bring him back, we should bring him back. No, he's a Baltimore Raven. I don't need to go into why we do not like the Baltimore Ravens for Cleveland Browns fans. So at least now <laughs> we can unite and be unified in our dislike of Odell Beckham Jr. It's going to be funny when he's catching passes from Tyler Huntley and not Lamar. I was going to say, so it it doesn't even mean that they're going to keep Jackson or they signed him because of Jackson. It's because, like, they needed him no matter what. They don't have any receivers to start with. So, like, by signing Odell, yeah, he's friends with Lamar Jackson. It doesn't show that he's For me, I just don't know where else Lamar. He's friends with Baker Mayfield to start the year, too. Lamar. You know how that went. That's what I don't know. Did they outbid themselves? Because did anybody else give him? I saw it's like fifteen. Feet? Who's giving? Like who's Odell? giving him like twelve? Oh, not even, not even Dallas. Dallas. Like when I saw or up eighteen, I was like, oh, incentives late. And then I saw fifteen million dollars. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why is it? I think the Jets, the Jets were wanting him, but the Jets couldn't give him the money he wanted. That's like the, that was the problem with that. Well, they could have gave him. They could have gave him at least ten agent. million. 
Last Cowboys game, though, as you mentioned, the Jets. Aaron Has Rodgers, Rodgers got traded yet? No, that's exactly what I'm going to. Does that fall through? If Lamar Jackson, like I've seen on Twitter too, I doubt it's going to happen. He, what's he going to what do? Yeah, what's that going to happen then? What if Lamar Jackson ends up going to the Jets? Somebody ended up saying, what if Carson Wentz ended up going to the Ravens then? Like it's just some kind of domino mm. effect because then Aaron Rodgers would retire because he doesn't want to play with the Packers. You'd have Aaron Rodgers will not retire. That is too much money to say no to. I'm sorry. Where's he I go like though? Him. Everybody's full. I think Roger stay. If I, I think he probably stays no. in Green Bay. I don't know where Literally. Lamar goes. But if well, he goes to the know. Jets, I think yeah. If Lamar goes to the Jets, Miami. I think I think he goes back to Green Bay. I, I do because I just yeah. I said it before that I thought he was staying at Green Bay, but then I think I know I think he's going to the Jets. I don't think there's a chance he doesn't go to the Jets. I think I think, I think no it's Jets forever. or Green Bay. I don't think he retires. I don't think there's a market anywhere. Yeah, he's else. not retiring. That money, like you it's said, that money's too, too much good. money. Yeah. You know, I, I think some of the teams. I when I did the mock for you, one of the things I tried to look at was what teams are not in draft quarterback range. Mm-hmm. But like, who doesn't have a guy they don't feel? And it's really like the Jets. Like Washington's another one, mm. but I don't see him going to Washington. <laughs> I, think, I think Lamar's got a better Cam shot. Cam Newton. Well, Cam Newton. I think he's going to be the backup for the Browns. Honestly, Cam. No, they got. They we looked, we wanted him a couple. As long as he doesn't go to the Steelers, I'm okay. I don't think Pittsburgh wants. Him I, think, I think. I think. I think. Rogers goes to the Jets. I think it's taking way too long, though. That's the thing that's questionable because it should have happened already. What what do you think of Kenny Pickett and the Steelers, uh, Peyton? I mean, I fucking think Kenny Pickett's a dog. You said you George Pickens. I think Kenny Pickett's a fucking dude. I love that combination. I think they got hit. I think they got their guy. Yep, I'd agree. And it's completely you got somewhat of a mobile quarterback, which is kind of the modern era of football now. And you have Pickett that when he was healthy, I mean, all those games they lost in, he technically started them, but he never finished them because Trubisky came in. He's just. I think their ass. offense looked like shit. Don't get me wrong, but like yeah. when they beat Baltimore, yep. and like they were using Harris and you know Johnson had some catches and fourth I mean, I quarter George, comeback. You know I me, mean? I fucking love George Pickens. Um, yeah, I think their line. I think their line. Their Stetson line Bennett. Really I think you get drafted by the Steelers. I think Stetson Bennett to Denver. <laughs> Cardale Jones. I think he's, is he the next Drew Brees, Stetson Bennett? I just think he kind of like if Denver's, if Denver's <laughs> looking for a backup, like he can do a lot of similar he's stuff. Smart. He's smart. He's smart. Yeah, you know, the small guys. Except without so, nothing, I think, nothing he, I think he's as smart as a James Ford Rhodes graduate is. Listen, when you're 25, <laughs> you make – You make 25-year-olds make mistakes, you know. Yeah, well, sometimes. 25 in a, few day, in a few weeks, I'll be 25. Usually. Right? How many national championships have you won? Your car insurance should go down, by the way, so congratulations. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're officially an adult. When you're 25 and someone's willing to be like, here's the keys to a car, no question asked. Yep. So you know you're, you're an adult. Yeah, that's an adult. Yeah. Think so. Well, my birthday's coming up soon. My oh, hairline shit, just went backwards, on. so I don't know what happened. Well, happy birthday. Well, thank you. You got one of these? You got one of these, CJ? You got one of these? I don't think so. What are those? It's a 300 <laughs> ring. Yeah, that's right. A 300 ring. <laughs> I never got one. How many one, 300 so rings do you have, CJ? Yeah, you got, I have CJ? no 300 rings. Yeah. I sold the fantasy football belt. I got that's mine too, so I got a yeah, championship. You don't got it. I, got a, I don't know who's got it and who doesn't got it, but I no, got I it. Do. The reigning defending, yeah, undisputed fantasy Eli football Moon. champion, ass beating champion. Right here. Beat me that year. Yeah. Well, right. guys, I guess in conclusion, this is it for today's show. Uh, right? J- Jamie Carroll is my uh player, Jason Donald, Jason Donald. No, I had a better one. This dude, I swear to God, I thought Zach Walters was going to be like the Brand- next Brandon player. Moss. Oh, yes. I fucking loved Zach Walters. I thought Zach Walters. I was like, this dude's a shit. He fucking sucked. I'm going to go with somebody a little bit that had some <laughs> Jody Garrett. <laughs> Jody Garrett. Juan Gonzalez for me. How many followers does Zach Walters have on Twitter? Can we find him <laughs> well, while you do that, I'll plug the end of the show. Make sure to tune in next week, Monday, 7 to 8 o'clock. We like sportspc.com. 
Also, the podcast version Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher. And before we end up going, guys, we already did the random Indians player slash Guardians player. Social media, Casey, Ed, CJ, where could they find you? C-S-U-I-K-O-T-O-N-S-K-I. Uh, everything. <laughs> you can find CJ at Peyton Not in Parma. And you can find Peyton, Peyton Vince at Peyton in the hood. <laughs> I can't find Zach Walters. Catch me at Ed in Columbus. And uh, yeah, have a great, have a great night. <laughs> I can't find Zach Walters on Twitter. And- uh, so since I can't find him, I have more followers than Zach Walters. Yeah. And CJ is at Matt Wilson. Matt Wilson. Or on the Instagram. I'm way more active there. CJ Hawkins. S C E J Y. Spread the brand. And Peyton Vince at PV Insider 11 and Indians Fan 11 on Snapchat. At Peyton Vince <laughs> and at. <laughs> We like sports PC on Twitter. We'll see you next week. See you soon. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. And thanks for joining. And we'll see you soon. Yeah, I should be here next week. Go, guards. <laughs> okay.